I do a lot of makeup. People are always like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I know. Hi. Yesterday I wore, I like put on makeup for like the first time mm-hmm. in like a while, and I was Facetime with someone there, and we were talking about like business shit, and then they stopped in the middle. They're like, "You look really nice today." I'm like, "Yeah, fucking put on makeup." I put first. on makeup. Right? <laughs> I wish I didn't have to wear makeup. My skin yeah. is such it's shitty. Like my nose is always kind of red, and like you could run a fucking car off the grease. Oh my god, off dude. of my face. But I'm it's team better. sweat. That's like I feel. <laughs> team sweat. Yeah, I have like this cool. It's like this Revlon um, volcano ball thing that oh, you rub on and absorbs all the oil, oh. and without like fucking up your makeup. Because like I used to get those like oil absorbency yeah, sheets, yeah, but yeah, they yeah, would yeah. spread over the makeup. Yeah. This doesn't fuck with your makeup. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I don't really wear um, foundation anymore either. That's a big. Mm. I wear like a tinted BB cream. Oh, L'Oreal. It's fucking tinted green, so it gets rid of the red tone. Yeah, <laughs> my red ass nose. I like do that for like bags under my eyes, like you put the orange or whatever. Or the to, yellow, like, yellow I think, color. Yeah. But anywho, <laughs> it does work. It does. I was like, oh wow, it does actually work. Right. Welcome back, everybody, to Household Podcast. I am your host, Animoosh, and I am welcoming on very new friends, Aaliyah Janine. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Hell yeah, dude. Thank you for coming on. Um, you, I've said this before the podcast, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, like you've come here a ton of times to do other people's podcasts. Yes. I always sit in because you're hilarious. <laughs> and I know you from comedy and like seeing you at the stand and stuff like yeah. that. And I'm happy that you're able to come yes, on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this podcast? <laughs> I know. It kind of just like uh, morphs. Yeah. I, f- I still feel like tw- I'm like, this is episode 19. Mm-hmm. And it's that's still new, I feel. Oh, it's very new. You know? Yeah, you're still figuring things out. Yeah. And, yeah. So far, I've like talked to a lot of different types of people, mm-hmm. a lot of comics, a lot of people who I think are artists mm-hmm. and who like do physical art and that kind of stuff too. Mm-hmm. And then I've randomly had, it, I, this wasn't planned, mm-hmm. but I've had a lot of healthcare professionals on. Oh, that's awesome. Um, For 19 episodes, I think I've had like three. Wow. Um, Yeah, or like people who can like speak about the brain or like health in some way, which mm-hmm. I just think is cool mm-hmm. Um, and to bring into like <laughs> this realm, <laughs> this circus that yeah. we are in. <laughs> Called life. <laughs> I mean, like, fucking comedy. Like, I just feel like uh, the clown all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a comic anymore. I don't do stand-up anymore or anything. But, like, I just feel like... I'm in a different world than than everyone than else. Everybody than everybody doing comedy. No, that's that's very true. I mean, I've been in. Um, I've had many professions. Yeah. Um, and each like industry, it is like they are their own little words. Mm-hmm. Worlds. Um, like when I went to school to be a cop, and, and I did. You know, I was a private eye. And I so fucking cool. And I used to be an armored car driver. I used to do security and, and stuff like that, loss prevention, like that. Like they have a whole like police culture, you know, yeah. you know, security, like it's a whole <laughs> different fucking culture. And then and then I go into stuff like porn where that's like a whole its own <laughs> own little weird world. And then comedy is like it's no different. Yeah. Even like just bartending or, you know. Who has the places. worst mental health practices out of all of them? Oh, I um, honestly <laughs> probably cops. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly kind of expected that. A lot of yeah, like all of those. Um, they like to think that you know, mm-hmm. but I mean, we all like to think that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I know. That's the problem with thinking. <laughs> I say that like with comics all the time. Like when we're talking about like accountability and things, mm-hmm. like reading people or you know, like social situations and like. It's your job to read a room. Like, you you know, you're comfortable with that. Yeah. Like you, you get up on stage every day and you mm-hmm. do that. And it's so funny, like, how that's not translatable to, like, so many other people. It is. Um, well, a lot of other people, too, they don't, like, get up and speak in, in front of people. Yeah. That's li- literally one of, like, the biggest fears that, that humans have that and being naked in yeah. front of people. So and I've done both very comfortably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also a little bit of a sociopath, so maybe that's. Is why. But yeah, yeah, there's definitely been because I host an open mic. I've mm-hmm. been hosting it for a couple of years and I love it because I also like help refer people, you know, but I, I love the whole process of, of seeing people, 
you know, the first time they get on stage compared to like the 10th time that they've yeah. gotten on stage and, and, you know, and how they, they learn how to do that. But some people don't, you know, some people yeah. completely ignore everyone in the room and that can be, um, why do you or, think that is? Like, I, I feel like obviously you come across people mm-hmm. who you see do jokes mm-hmm. for a number of years mm-hmm. and like they maybe don't feel like they need to change. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's probably because they're not changing their personal life. <laughs> <laughs> Things that they but need. But it's to- like, how do you? I, I've had this conversation all, like all week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you're curious about it. This it's is good the to theme ask. of the, my fucking week for some reason. <laughs> is like people are honestly afraid of stepping out of their comfort zone and growth. And mm-hmm. like, why do you think that is? Um, well, insecurities a lot of times. Um, yeah. and, and change is hard, especially yeah. changing changing your um your behavior and stuff like that like you can't you can't change like your character but you can change your behavior Mm -hmm. and a lot of times um people will feel shame Mm -hmm. shameful for the types of ways that that they have behaved um definitely embarrassed you know i have definitely (laughs) been embarrassed by some of the ways that i have behaved but the best way is to just acknowledge it own up to it and then move on Mm -hmm. and if and that's like that's the hardest part is just being able to accept that hey we're none of us are perfect we all do dumb shit you know we all um we've all done horrible things to people out out of insecurity and and just like how we were raised you know that there's so many different factors when it comes with that but a lot of people just lack self-awareness yeah i was uh, i had like a friend here last night and we were just talking about how i i feel drained of any energy that I have for people who don't have any um, self-awareness mm-hmm. or feel like they need to be any more than they already are. Because yeah. I, like, and I mean, I know not everybody has this practice where, like, they get up and fucking, like, actually think with their own thoughts for a little bit. Before yeah, they yeah, start, before look at their phone. You know, yeah. like, I know that's, that's something that I've, like, worked into my daily life, and mm-hmm. that has been really hard, and, like, I mean, I highly recommend, but like you feel, oh, I I definitely do because I notice if I ever go on my phone before, yeah. like I wait an hour, like I walk my dog, you know, I meditate, I like especially meditate, and yeah. then I go on because if I look right away, I'm gonna be angry about something for no apparent reason. Yeah. But it also sucks because most of our phones are our alarms as well. Yeah. So <laughs> and I mean, I definitely look at my phone, but it's like I I just don't worry about the world until a certain time. Yeah, yeah, because things <laughs> are l- like. I mean, granted, there is a war going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 but like you know uh, what I mean. Right. Like yeah. in terms of I, um, if I don't, uh, if you don't put your oxygen mask on first. Yeah, you put on somebody. Then else. you know what I mean. Like, and I just felt like for a really long time I'm gonna be thirty in two months. Yeah. And I feel like up until this year, mm-hmm. I put on everybody else's oxygen mask on first, mm-hmm. and then I. Finally, I'm putting my own on, and people are like, "What the fuck? Yeah, what? 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 What?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm just, you're I'm, ha- I'm happy though. What? You yeah. know, like, so I don't know. Have, have you gone through? Oh, some, of course, absolutely. Yeah. Um, is it like a? Is it a theme, or is it just like through life? Like that shit is like. Um. Well, you've definitely like I've acknowledged that type of thing, but I never really did anything about it for for years because mm-hmm. it was just like that's your comfort zone because that's yeah. it's it's like a toxic relationship. It's tox- you know how you were raised and stuff like that. How I was specifically raised, it was yeah. just like yeah. constantly take care and make sure everyone else is okay. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, it wasn't until you know uh when i had cancer <laughs> i was like Dude. oh i need to not yeah. do this anymore and then you know there would be certain times like specific times that i would stand up but for the most part it was like i just let it continue and i was like i'm not going to do that anymore and i definitely definitely lost some friends yeah uh, because of that and um which and sucks gain, right and gain, yeah because you you want to <laughs> think that you have like these really close and, and personal relationships with people, not even like intimate, you know, but just like good friendships. And all of a sudden you realize that, oh, like you were just using me for this or this, or mm. you didn't respect me in this way. And a lot of that has to do too, like you have to have respect for yourself and, and you know, and self-esteem and stuff like that. 
Yeah. Because people are going to treat you the way that um, that you treat yourself. Yeah. And I've always been kind of a degenerate fuck <laughs> <laughs> most of my yeah, life. Same. You know what I mean? Even yeah. when I try, even when I try to like be good, like I was still Dude, just same. an asshole. Like I mean, I've been in therapy for like five years mm-hmm. now, and it's the best thing I ever did. Yeah, therapy's great. Like it's the best first move I made for myself, like ever, and it. It changed my world. Like, it introduced me to, like, Al-Anon and, like, all the shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And I realized through that time that people just ask if I'm going. Mm-hmm. And then that that's the end of it. But, like, they don't do anything for themselves, like, at all. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? And then you're like, wait, this person is, like, really checking in on, like, my mental health, which is kind. Mm-hmm. But, like what are you, you doing do yeah. to like you yeah, know it's, a, it's those codependent to... relationships yeah. A lot. yeah i've had a lot of codependent yeah. relationships dude same like i've had i've had friends who now we're cool mm-hmm. um but that are uh, I, I struggle with like saying addict okay <laughs> okay mm-hmm. i struggle with saying addict because i know when someone tells me after like a while when if they're actually clean or mm-hmm. trying to be clean or whatever mm-hmm. Do I call them a recovering addict? They're always kind of an addict, yeah. right? Like, yeah, once an addict, always an addict. But there's the recovery um, addict and recovery, recovery addict. Yeah. That's that's kind Appropriate. of like... Appropriate. Yeah. I'm yeah. not trying... Like, he knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I not be like disrespectful. He knows I'm not... I don't give a fuck if I offend you, but also he knows I'm trying not to turn around to offend me. You know what I mean? Yeah, Stuff, yeah. Whatever. But at the same time... I'm like, what? That I see that in so many other people now, like those mm-hmm. behaviors. Now that I'm able to identify and like validate, like, okay, I was right when you were lying about this, this, and this, mm-hmm. and like I had to literally fucking break into your house, make sure you're alive, kind of shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? The gaslighting is strong with addicts. Oh <laughs> my god! I mean, like, That's I specialty. Uh, shout out to <laughs> fucking Becky who recommended. Uh, the book Codependent No More um, by Melody Beattie. My therapist fucking legit, I kid you not, the first session I ever had, she, she, she suggested that book. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, she lent me it. I lent it back to her mm-hmm. because I didn't read it. And fucking, it took me five years to finally read it. For, yeah, just a friend to be like, um, this happened in your life now and you need to fucking read this book mm-hmm. and you need to get to know that you're a codependent. <laughs> you're an asshole, but you're also a codependent and it's okay and you just yeah. need to know and like yeah. identify like those things. Acknowledge so, it. Like what are, I mean, I know what they are, but like you, someone who's a professional, like that knows behaviors and things yeah. like. I'm also, I also know drugs. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are the signs of a narcissist in disguise, in your opinion? Oh, pretty much everyone we know. <laughs> I mean, us right now, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but still. Um, a lot of them are very charming and, um, Mm-hmm. And they do give you that that feeling that they um, that they are trustworthy, and they'll do little things to show you that they are trustworthy. So that way, when they're not, you yeah. know, being honest, it's easier for them to get away with it. Also, gaslighting, because especially when it comes with a narcissist, mm-hmm. they sometimes they don't even give a fuck. You yeah. know, <laughs> yeah, where they will just. Gaslight, gaslight you and be like, no, no, this is not what's happening. You're crazy for thinking that. Why would you think that they always like to play the victim too? It's like, why would you put that on me? I would never do that kind mm-hmm. of thing. I'm a good person kind of thing. I've noticed yeah. too when people are like, I'm a good person. I'm like, you normally aren't a good person. Yeah. <laughs> Most good people don't have to say, I'm a good person. Right, right. And you know what? The fucked up thing is like I used to say that like a yeah. while you know I rem- I can too. recall me saying that shit mm-hmm. and then I went to therapy and you're like I am not that great of a person it also <laughs> took me five years to realize I have an anger problem <laughs> like you know what I mean straight up like I made a uh, fucking Instagram post the other day that like, mm-hmm. was <laughs> captioned like I used to think I was the only Aries without an anger problem <laughs> dead ass like really <laughs> thought that was true i'm like i'm zen i do bah, bah, i'm bah, zen bah, bah. as fuck i don't know what you're yeah, talking about, you're talking about. Angry. yeah meanwhile like i'm the first one i'm like the bulldog like you know yeah <laughs> something's you just going jump on stuff. yeah that lack of um emotional control i had that i have um, been practicing that myself. 
Yeah, well, um, I can handle like like little petty things. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like certain little things, but um, yeah. I mean it does take. I ain't me no weak a- ass bitch, but yeah. like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but there has been some times where I'm like, okay, now yeah. I'm just gonna breathe. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna breathe, and uh, we're gonna come back to this in like five ten minutes. Yeah. And see if I feel the same way about it, and I've been much happier because I've been doing that. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, yeah, for the fact that I haven't like murdered people is actually really yeah. impressive. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I um I used to work with this lady that um she was like kind of like my mentor at work, mm-hmm. and I was just like venting to her one day, and she's like, I started practicing mindfulness, and she like tried telling me about it. Whatever, this was maybe like seven or eight years ago at this mm-hmm. point. I didn't understand that until like a week ago, <laughs> honestly, mm-hmm. where I like I was clenching. I was for no reason. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I can I can relax. Like, I don't need to be clenching all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, like, why am I always? Well, that's yeah. also like, were you ever phys- physically abused as a child? Yeah. OK, so that has a lot to do with that, because I was uh, mostly majority by my stepmother. But um, it's like the fight or flight syndrome. Like I have yeah. a perpetual of that because there'd be yeah. times like we'd just be sitting watching TV and she'd throw fucking like yeah. a book at me kind of that's thing fu- yeah, that's so I was fu- constantly on Mine, fucking like do I need to fight somebody kind of thing my shit wasn't like that. I mean like yeah. I had I'm not gonna like whatever it wasn't ever an adult or anything like oh, that that was okay. physically abusive mm-hmm. but you know but like I had instances where adults were angry or you know like I I, I was a my dad's 15 years older than my mom, mm-hmm. and he has three other kids. Okay. And they're all older, mm-hmm. and, like, my, my mom's only. So, like, mm-hmm. there's just a lot going on there. Yeah, <laughs> and my parents that, are yeah. foreign also, yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah. there's just, there is a lot of clenching, because mm-hmm. you don't know, like, you know, sometimes. And uh, I my parents are very loving, and they're still together and all mm-hmm. that shit. But, like, uh, that there's still shit, mm-hmm. you know? There's still, like, trauma that has occurred in my life that I until I did mushrooms, <laughs> didn't realize. I was like, oh, that's yeah. why I resent this. Yeah. You yeah. know? Mushrooms are helpful for, for that kind of thing, too. Yeah. If you really, like, use them for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, the first time I did mushrooms was when I moved to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so not that long ago. Yeah. Like, and I just I love mushrooms. But, like, I've been, I've tried to respect the drug. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you should always respect your drugs. Yeah. You, you could do drugs. Just don't let the drugs do you. Yeah. How, my, how to do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mom taught me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you have a podcast about this. So I yeah. trust what you say. <laughs> um, how to do drugs. <laughs> with Leah Janine. Yes. Um, but I... I kind of like learned this from Irish and from Sam Buck because mm-hmm. they were kind of like my shamans mm-hmm. and and like to if you go in with intention then you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And I had a fear of psychedelics for like a really long time. Oh yeah, a lot of people do. <laughs> and I it's funny cuz it's not a coincidence obviously like when I moved to New York and like a, a lot of things in my life shifted around and I was actually free to do whatever I wanted to do. To like, like live I, how you wanted to I live. I felt comfortable doing them. Mm-hmm. And like all I wanted to do was a little bit so that I could like see some cool stuff and then draw like you know <laughs> yeah, what I yeah, mean yeah, like yeah. nothing crazy, you know? Like <laughs> and if you want to do more than that by all means mm-hmm. do it as long as it, you don't let the drug do you yeah um but I, I found it so beneficial like it changed my whole mm-hmm. i just um i had one of my girlfriends you know her too um she had her first mushroom trip oh, cool. um last weekend and Ooh. um it was me and my a couple of other friends and you know just a little bit for a microdose yeah and then she was like, oh, I kind of feel like I had like three beers and like maybe smoked a joint. And I'm like, that's an accurate description. She's like, I feel very euphoric. And I'm like, OK, would you like a little bit more? And she's like, yeah, I think so. So I gave okay. her a little bit more. And then she started feeling she's like, oh, I like, <laughs> you know, she was really yeah. getting into it. And she was having um, boyfriend like this guy that she was seeing problems. And mm-hmm. then like she was working, you know, through yeah. that. And then we gave her a little bit more. Yeah. And it was great. And awesome. when she woke up, she was like. She's like, I get it. That stuff is awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude. It really like brings you down, especially if you're like an anxious person. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, she's constantly. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I was, I really thought that I was, I still am. Like, I still have one. Oh, yeah. Well, you yeah. know? <laughs> but it, it's helped tremendously. And like from that, uh, I was like, 
I've been doing art my whole life, mm-hmm. dude. Like painting my whole life. Yeah, I love your little art shit. stuff. Thank That's you. So <laughs> Thank you. I've been developing a coloring book, which is oh, like, that's cool. Thank you. Which is something that well, actually, I want to respect your time. Okay, cool. Oh, that's okay. Um, no, we're we're like doing well. Awesome. Um, it, I've been developing this coloring book that I kind of got the idea from something that happened on that like first mushroom trip, mm-hmm. which was I had these little like postcard sized. Uh, like just little white piece of paper that I was mm-hmm. drawing on. And then I woke up and I just made a joke. They're like postcards from my trip. And I'm like a big travel person anyway. It's mm-hmm. just like funny to me. And then I'm like, oh my God, I can like turn this into something. That would be a great coloring book right? idea. Right? So and it's like, because I have adult coloring books. Right? <laughs> They're so much fun. and They, they are fun. Because yeah. I can never draw, but I've always liked like art mm-hmm. stuff. Like I go to the museum all the time. Yeah. Like my dad and my uncle are beautiful fucking artists. Oh my God. I can never fucking draw to save my life and I've always wanted to so coloring books is like the closest thing so much I've fun done. right yeah. and fuck, it was it, dude it's been so much fun to develop I'm almost done with it Ooh. I have one page left to finish yeah. and then it's done but the, I'm just doing it in order mm-hmm. of like a year span kind of okay so each page is kind of like a month okay and I made candles that the one those bottom shelf that right there that's mm-hmm. hanging those are like the first three pages okay. that are on the labels. I'll put them. Oh yeah, I can see them kinda. here next to my head, so you guys yeah. can see what we're talking about. Um, but I don't know. Like I just having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, no, that sounds awesome, and I would love to color it. Hell yeah! Okay, cool. I love it. I you love can sell it. it on like Amazon. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna upload it to Amazon, and I'm gonna also like buy a bunch and like fucking have them here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I'm excited about that, but um, I forgot where I was going with it. Oh, it was like, I, I had never called myself an artist, like a professional mm-hmm. artist. Okay. Until Is that just because you had to make money from it? or Like, that's a fucked up dumb shit. It's like, I went to design school. I have two degrees in this shit. Like, okay. like, I did this professionally. So you're an artist, you just uh, having a hard time accepting. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, I've called myself a designer, but like, yeah. and I've sold pieces of yeah. art well, of mine. It's, it's but... obviously an insecurity in your career. Yeah, it seems like a little bit because if that's what you've always done, then yeah, you are an artist. So why don't you think you are a real artist? I don't know. Well, now I do. Now you do. Okay. Now I do. Now I'm like, oh, I'm you're an artist. I'm an artist. (laughs) Yeah, I'm an artist. Are you gonna get it? Yeah. Um, I, I now I call myself an artist. Good. But like, it took so long Long to to do that there, but it feels really good. I really want to enter my art into Art Basel this year that would be fun the december um art basil in miami yeah fingers crossed now you guys have to hold me accountable to that <laughs> shit too but but you're putting it out you're manifesting yes. it into the universe yeah that's yeah. so important like i i usually do this at the end we can do this mm-hmm. right now we'll like <laughs> jump around like i do an accountability segment and like uh, me first of all that's a, this is as far as i got in my coloring book so yay to me like things are uploaded. I've been <laughs> posting about them on social media. Like I said, I was going to pat on my back right now. <laughs> um, uh, fucking, uh, I don't remember what I was saying before because now I'm high. But uh, accountability. We were talking about the the coloring book. How you're going to be held accountable for um, Art Basil? Yeah, dude. And like that, that I'm. I want to do it. So if I'm a real artist, I'll like. Yeah, have you thought about like doing like an exhibit somewhere? Because they have so many like little galleries and stuff. I was thinking of like just emailing some shops around and seeing if they would like hang my art. Yeah, tattoo shops maybe, cafes, tattoo shops would be a good place for that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, like. well, it's always hard to tell, too, like, what's owned by a corporation and what's not, you know? Yeah. Like, which are the little mom and pa shops? Because yeah. those places would absolutely do that kind of thing. Or you could do, like, kind of, um, I guess I don't want to say, like, a Banksy thing, but you could make, um, yeah, yeah, have, yeah. like, a sticker with a QR code or, yeah. or whatever and then just stick them all over the city with, like, some cool picture. And yeah. people will be like, okay, what's this? I used to do that for a show that I won't mention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah, yeah. I'm doing that for my podcast and, yeah. and, like, just stand-up shows and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a great way to promote yeah. stuff. 
so easy. But mm-hmm. I, I, I think like find it shouldn't be hard to find a gallery space in New York City. That there's would, so like, m- especially in like Brooklyn. Brooklyn yeah. has. I remember I did a, a comedy show. It was like an adult themed mm-hmm. uh, comedy show, and like all the pictures were, um, you know, of naked people and stuff like that. And then they had strippers. It was super fun. Mm. Yeah, but it um, sounds like a fucking blast. Exactly. <laughs> it was very fun. I felt right at home. Uh, yeah, it was super cool. But yeah, there's tons of little, um, little galleries. You can even like do pop ups, like yeah. a pop up gallery kind of thing. They have freaking pop up bars. I didn't know that was a thing. My buddy, That's he does cool. like he's like he's a real mixologist. Like I think yeah. he's working for Jägermeister right now, which is weird. But. Uh, <laughs> But he makes like all these really cool drinks. He's like, oh, there's this pop-up bar on this roof. I'm like, what's a pop-up bar? How do you even do, like, how do you even get so, that to happen? So it was at like some apartment building or whatever. And it was just like five specific drinks. So they were um, Old Fashions and Manhattans, but with tequila. Ooh. And they were really fucking good because I like tequila. I so love I was like, tequila. Yeah, so I wasn't <laughs> mad at it. I'm like, I didn't know there was a pop-up bar. Yeah. But you could do a pop-up art show. That's fucking cool. I was thinking about doing that for like too much content stuff. Yeah. Um, actually, if you're listening and you have a space, <laughs> let me know. A, if you want my art up in that shit and I'll ship it to you. I don't give a fuck. And also, if you are in New York and you have like a place where I can do a pop-up podcasting, um, I have some ideas that I would like to share. So hit me up. Um, <laughs> but anyways, about Aaliyah, is there yes. anything that you would like to uh, like be held accountable uh, for, accountable for, or Ooh. manifest? <laughs> and then we're gonna get into some uh, comedy shit. Um, well, I've been I've, I've been doing really well holding myself um, accountable. Um, like I, I remember tweeting something. <clears throat> excuse me, in like the beginning of the year where I'm like, I'm going to be extra petty. And then I'm like, because, <laughs> you know, I do like just tweet, you know, I yeah. like that's how my, my Twitter persona is or, or whatever. But all of a sudden, like there's been a bunch of shit that I've wanted to tweet it and I haven't. <laughs> and like they're in my drafts and sometimes I'm like, no, like I deleted a bunch and I did, I did send one. I didn't mean to, it was on accident. <laughs> And I was like, oh, fuck. And then I deleted it right away. So, I'm But gonna... it kind of felt good for that one second. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, I was like, oh, shit. And then I was like, oh, shit. Ah. And then she I was really like, said that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's, I get that a lot. They're like, you really did that on Twitter. I'm like, yes, yes, I did. Good. Um, I'm all for fucking speaking your mind, but I get it. You have to have some yeah. self-control. I had to get off Twitter for 11 years. And I'm <laughs> dead ass. Twitter is my toxic boyfriend. So I'm back on now. But yeah. <laughs> we're back together Yeah, now. I've been, I've been back better just like you know promoting stuff and whatnot but yeah mm-hmm. so I've been um holding myself accountable to not um to not let certain people and how they treated me um get to me to to where mm-hmm. you know I, I'm gonna talk about because then it's still because yeah. that means then it's still affecting me and I'm like but it's not affecting me but I also like to tweet petty shit yeah. so it's like that fine line where it's like am I doing it for comedy reasons or am I doing because I still have feelings about it yeah kind of thing so I've been so that's what I've been accountable for that's awesome dude <laughs> that's actually fucking that's everybody should practice a little bit right. <laughs> honestly <laughs> Irish's mom got me a it was very cute mm-hmm. a mindfulness journal Ooh. Uh, for Christmas yeah and like that's I literally just started using it like a week ago dude I love journaling like once a day it helps so much I only even like comedy I always say this like comedy saved my life mm-hmm. uh, but the reason why I jumped into doing any comedy was mm-hmm. because I was trying to write a book mm-hmm. and so like writing more was something I was trying to now like keep mm-hmm. myself more accountable and if I'm gonna have a coloring book I wanted to like be able to convey my ideas about all of the things. Mm-hmm. So, like, as a comic, is that something like journaling? Mm-hmm. Obviously, does that help? Like, is that something that you might do? Oh, like, yeah. Well, I mean, I do the journaling for like mental health, but yeah. then I have like free writing sessions for like, yeah. like when I'm doing comedy, you know, for like five, 10, up, up to 15 minutes. You know, where um, I do like to write freehand sometimes, but also, like, obviously, I'm a faster typer. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of times, I'll just like type out just like a couple of pages of just whatever I'm thinking. I have a lot of like 
never thought little, to time it. That's a great idea. Yeah, because that way, because a lot of times we be like, oh, I need to write for like an hour every day. It's like start out with five minutes yeah. and then build up from there. So once you start getting into the habit of it, you're going to want to do it more. And I do write like so much more because of this. Yeah. And I do it like right after. It's like I'll get up, I'll, I'll meditate. You know, I have like a little therapy app if I don't have my actual therapist. Um you know, I work out, you know, or, or I go to the gym and then I make writing a part of like my morning things. Like mm-hmm. even before I shower, like I always make sure that I write for at least 10 minutes. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So some of like the shortest jokes that I have, like were paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> Just paragraphs. And I'm like, oh, we could take it off these. And then there we go. That's a joke. <laughs> That's one joke. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Did comedy today? Check. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think like, right, like, I don't know. I've always liked writing. Um, mm. I like, uh, blah, 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 blah. um, I like excelled at it when I was younger and mm-hmm. then I had a teacher fucking make me self-conscious about it. And then yeah. I ended up liking it again in college. Well, that's good. But like then I keep like falling off about it. Yeah. I suppose it's like anything else, but it kind of is. Um there's definitely moments when I don't want to do it, mm-hmm. you know, but that's the difference between uh, motivation and discipline. Yeah. Like self-discipline is something that I have been um, battling with my entire life because I've never yeah. really been too disciplined. I was always like the kid that was like a grown up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I've always just kind of been able to do whatever I want whenever I want. Mm-hmm. And I've always been like the exception to every rule a lot of times. And as fun as that can be, it is also, <laughs> you know, it's fucked yeah. me up a little bit. Yeah. So I definitely try not to um, practice that. Are you, do you have siblings? Um, that's complicated. Um, so, <laughs> I was going to ask if you're the oldest um, of any of the variations. Well, on my, with, with my dad and my mom, um, I'm the only, I'm the only child oldest, uh, with my father's marriage. Um, he, uh, I had a stepbrother and then my half brother, he passed away and then, um, and he's complicated because he's technically a brother cousin too. So, oh no, 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 wait. Brian's not a brother cousin, but I do have a brother cousin. Oh, um, <laughs> so Brian, very Midwest. Yes, yeah. So um, he's the one that I have a tattoo on my arm. I basically mm-hmm. raised him. Um, and then on my mother's side, I have uh, two step brothers. I think one one is younger than me. I think the other one. Um, I think we're around the same age. Oh, and then my father's side, I do technically have a stepsister to the woman he's currently married to, even though they haven't been together for like 10 years. So mad siblings. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then the brother-cousin happens to be the child of my father's brother, my uncle, mm-hmm. and my mom. So my mom hooked up oh, with two shit. brothers, right? You know how dude's always like, oh, I want to hook up with twins. Okay, well, my mom didn't hook up with twins. <laughs> She did end up getting pregnant by two brothers, so I have a brother cousin, and he's adopted out. Oh, um, my God. Obviously, because they didn't want to make things confusing <laughs> for us. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, that, I feel like uh, if you're taking care of anyone, like, yeah. I, you know, I feel like I was always taking care of my friends. Or, yeah. Do you, do know you have I mean? siblings? Like, are you an only child? I am my mom's only oh, child. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, only child. But and I'm then, like and the then oldest have... of my cousins. Yeah. And like that. I'm a lot of big sister to a lot of people. Yeah. You know yeah. I, I am mean? the oldest like out of all my cousins yeah. and stuff like that. Um, on my father's side, my mom's side, I think I may have some like, I don't know. Obviously, yeah. it's weird. We do have family from Kentucky, so who knows? <laughs> I could be in Brett. I have no idea. That's why I probably have a weak chin, to be honest. I mean, like, <laughs> I have a round face. My mom's going to hate that I said that. <laughs> You're not in Brett. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> we got <have> brother cousin. <laughs> yeah, she gets real mad when I talk about it. <laughs> Whoops! Sorry, mom. <laughs> um, we'll fucking move right along. We're like, what? I guess what brought you to like where you are now? Like, are you happy like where you're at with like what you're doing in comedy? Is that like what your main like form of art is that you would say? Like, oh, what? I don't know. Um, you got mad shit going on, so like I, I don't do. want to assume. I, don't I just assume. only know I know you from this. <laughs> um, yeah, I've definitely um, I've been focusing more on comedy, especially now that things yeah. are more open. And I also had to deal. Um, I didn't really deal 
deal with the fact that I had cancer. I was just kind of like, oh, whatever. Yeah, bro. That's a big fucking deal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, everyone's like, it's a really big deal. And I'm like, isn't that big of a deal? And everyone's like, yeah, it's kind of you a big made deal. It. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Because uh, I like, because I didn't really have to go. Th- like, I had a surgery, and that yeah. and that was about it. And I never want a kid, so I was just like. It's, it's kind of cool, but uh, <laughs> but it's also like the thing of dealing with death. Like I've never really been yeah. afraid of death, and I've always been like, oh, I'm like that was pretty close. So it's mm. like, so now like I'm definitely because I got lazy, like um, like because financially, like I'm I'm really secure. So like I just got lazy with the comedy thing, and then with the pandemic a, mm. a little bit, and so now you know I'm back to producing um a couple of shows. I have oh, like. Yeah. The weekly show on Wednesdays at Route 66 Comedy Club. I'm doing Jawbreakers again at The Stand. Oh, yeah. And then um, Zodiac Killers with mm-hmm. uh, Chanel Omari. Yeah. Jawbreakers is with uh, Jax Deloso. And then the podcast, like I saw podcasting for a while. So I got, um, and I do like this one. And mm-hmm. this is something that obviously, I'm, I'm good at sex and I'm good at drugs. <laughs> and I'm good at telling people what to do. Uh, <laughs> so I'm asking you, you know. I'm like, she seems like she knows. <laughs> I do. I know you too know? much to be honest. <laughs> like the more you know, like life does get harder. Like, like it's just the like. The more uh, I learn, the more I'm like, wow, I'm dumb as fuck. Yeah, like, that's you know? another thing too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not as smart as I like to think I am. We watch so like uh, growing up, I wasn't really like allowed to watch like certain things on TV. Mm-hmm. So I never really watched like South Park. Oh wow! And when we started dating, it mm-hmm. took us three different apartments, but we finished South Park start to fucking end. <laughs> okay, and my brain by the end. Great show. I love it. Hilarious. My brain was fucking melting by yeah. the end. That's all we watched <laughs> fucking through. Like, if, uh, there was like a, the Patrice documentary and like three other movies that we watched. Watch and it, that was it. Just it. I've <laughs> yeah. done that before. I'm like, I'm just going to fucking watch all three seven. But it's like so many seasons. But mm-hmm. anyways, I felt like my brain was melting. And I'm like, okay, I need to now watch like documentaries like often. <laughs> Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I've definitely done some yeah, shit where I'm like, oh, I need to go read a book. Yeah. <laughs> I should go read a book or like go to a museum or something. Yeah. Or like so when I'm like... listening, like not like necessarily like listening to music too much, but like if I'm like out and doing shit, I just always have my headphones in, mm-hmm. even if I'm not if I don't have anything going on mm-hmm. like I just like to seem busy you know oh yeah even if the battery's dead <laughs> yeah, just so don't people don't talk yeah, to me don't talk to me yeah <laughs> exactly and like I'm, instead of like listening to somebody make fart noises sometimes like on a podcast like I'll just I'll listen to like an audio book or something I've been like that. listening to so many audio books oh yeah over what you, the past what have you um, recently been listening to right now I'm listening to uh, HP Lovecraft's like the complete collection or whatever he writes like wow. sci-fi stuff i guess like oh, he was cool. he was really popular like i've always heard of him but i'm not really into sci-fi yeah. stuff but um i was like fuck it you know let's try something new and yeah. i'm like i like a couple of the stories i'm almost done with it, it was like 51 52 hours long oh wow i think yeah so it's a lot but yeah. i've been reading um reading um like a book a week kind of through yeah. audiobooks but i also like i do try to read um like a paper book like yeah. one a month Awesome. Um, just because of the ADHD, like when I was younger, yeah. if, if less I'm really into it, like mm-hmm. I could finish a book in a day or in two years. Like yeah. it really depends yeah. on how. I finished the subtle art of not giving a fuck in three days. Like, yeah, I was on audiobook, granted, but yeah. that's all I fucking had on like for mm-hmm. three days. I'm like, everybody needs to listen to that. The art of not that, giving. Yeah, well, I've always not, not giving yeah. a fuck. So <laughs> I need to learn how to give a fuck a little. Yeah, bit. it was more like. Kind of like boundaries shit. Yeah, like, boundaries are so important. I know. <laughs> and like, especially, I mean, foreign people don't, I'm foreign. I can yeah. say this. I mean, there's just, the boundaries do not exist at yeah. all. <laughs> you know? Well, it's also different cultures too. Different, yeah. Like, especially if they, they come from a different place, they were taught. Yeah. You know, they they, yeah. they do have boundaries. They're just way different than of what course. American boundaries of are. Of course. And yeah. like, I respect that. Like, of course, you know, and like, who know I would probably do the same shit. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But like, you need to know that that will bleed into adult relationships and like friendships and like the, as you grow and mm-hmm. like if you and career shit and like if you don't know how to say no or uh, you're not paying me enough to do mm-hmm. that. Sorry. Like 
you're not gonna get like to yeah, the next level yeah, it's uncomfortable to do that change is very yeah, uncomfortable but, but it's always haven't. yeah once you do like that first couple of times that you do like set a boundary or you do ask for something that you know you deserve and you actually get it mm-hmm. you do you're like oh shit yeah. like it's a great feeling it's yeah. a really good feeling and then you're like yeah this is the way that it should be mm-hmm. yeah which is awesome yeah you know because then you're validated but you mm-hmm. know and then people like, really do show their true colors like when you set a boundary and like mm-hmm. expect more of some people and mm-hmm. like if they can't meet you like huh? well you have your answer yeah. you know and that's always hard to you know and it does hurt a lot but and that's why a lot of people lack boundaries because that mm-hmm. pain of just not having that person there even though they were shitty mm-hmm. you know it, it still hurts but once they're gone you realize like and and you're over that you're like you feel so much better and then you actually see because those feelings and stuff like that are gone and then you actually see them for who they really are like yeah. i've been i've been banging my ex-boyfriend like a retard <laughs> um, but <laughs> but like those feelings are gone. You know, like yeah. I know who he really is. It's just that like it's yeah. hard for me to find people that I could trust to have sex with hey, occasionally. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not really looking for a relationship. So Yeah. But like that's your boundary. And yeah. You know what it yeah. Is. And, and like, like like maybe once a week, once every two weeks, I'm like, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you and then it's okay to like be like, hey, I actually am not comfortable in this is like the an uh, updated negotiation. Yeah. <laughs> and it does you know? like relationships and that's how it should be. And they say, I believe it's like every seven years people like lose friends. You, you know, like yeah. you only remember like a hundred people in your life, I, th- I think, um, like or a hundred names, even yeah. though like you, you know, people have thousands of friends on Facebook. Like my Facebook, I have 368 people <laughs> all the way from high school to present like mm-hmm. there's just certain ones yeah that you pick out throughout your yeah. life that just stick around more and some of them like i barely you know talk to anymore i can absolutely delete them but yeah um we did see each other it's not not that like you're not going to be friends with certain people mm. anymore if you see them randomly randomly you're yeah. like oh hey it's great to see you people take the socials way too often. yeah yeah sometimes <laughs> but um but a lot of times some relationships do just fall off and, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with either of you. You guys just didn't, you grew in other directions and yeah. that's okay. Like it's normal. That's a part of life. Yeah. <laughs> I also think it's okay to put up a temporary boundary and like mm-hmm. know what like a healthy amount of time is for whatever it is that you're asking. Like mm-hmm. a friend the other day, I was like, you can shut off your Instagram comments. Like, you know, that, right? You can just like shut them off like mm-hmm. for as long as you want, Yeah, you know? And then when you feel like people are nice again and like, and you shift your Mm -hmm. (laughs) following maybe or whatever the fuck is going on. Mm -hmm. Like you get through this period where you're like, all right, bring it on internet. Yeah. 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 When you feel that way, I've definitely, I kept my comments off just because I don't give a shit. And (laughs) a lot of times it's really annoying, Um, (laughs) but it does help with like algorithm stuff. But there are ways like, uh, I know for my account, um, you have to be following me for, for Mm. you to be able to comment. Um, I have like, I have a whole list of words that are automatically blacked out. Oh, uh-huh. dope. You can yeah. do that? Oh, yeah. On Instagram, yeah. Like, if you do, like if you don't want to see, like, bitch, cunt, you know, whatever words you oh. don't. Porn. I love you. Like, I have I love you blocked out. <laughs> <laughs> emojis. No. You can have certain emojis. Straight up, if someone tries to comment that, it won't Mute go. Mute it. Yeah, it won't go through. Oh, shit. Um, you also do that on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, so I, because I always get random. I'm about ready to fucking block out the word hi, to be perfectly (laughs) honest, and hey. Because dudes who only just message hey, I'm like, what? Like, how long did it take you to write that compelling fucking message? (laughs) Because I have all my messages turned off, except for on my Facebook, because of of comics need to get a hold of me or whatever for Mm -hmm. shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I just, it's such a pain in the ass I would totally shut off my comments on Instagram if it didn't fuck with like Instagram already hates me yeah uh, <laughs> dude I get it <laughs> I would never be seen yeah. on the fucking app again so I just leave it but yeah I yeah. have yeah you can have a bunch of words muted out yeah well that's that's there you go mm-hmm. boom you know makes it easier mm-hmm. um and I think that like it's fine to like figure out how long a ha- habit takes what 21 days to develop I believe so yeah yeah something like that uh, if you do it like consistently in a row, mm-hmm. so I mean, if like for twenty one days you just had your comments off, like what fuck it ever, like mm-hmm. you did something else with that time, 
And yeah. like, okay. I don't even really read my comments, yeah. the ones that I do. It's fucking get. dumb. But I, like, I'll scroll through to make sure no one was an ass, like, yeah, creepy or, I do the same thing. or an asshole. And then if it's, you know, nice. And that's the thing, yeah. too, is that a lot of times on social media, you tend to pay attention more to the negative things because you want to block that out instead of like the people who are actually cool. Mm -hmm. And that is um, definitely like I've switched from doing that, like paying less attention to like the douchebags and stuff like I'll like I always try to like people's you yeah. know tweets or yeah, yeah. you know comments that it's not like I love you like if people are like I love you you're beautiful I, I ignore you I'm sorry you weird me out and you need to get the fuck off the internet yeah <laughs> for real <laughs> you really do yeah guys that do that I'm just like mm, just from don't. being in porn and stuff I'm like yeah. oh you guys need so much mental health yeah <laughs> yeah so much it is hard for dudes to uh I think accept that they need Oh, well, yeah. Also. Yeah, men in general, especially when it comes with that. A lot of times, too, dudes just think with their dicks. Like, they yeah. they haven't learned to, like, evolve, like, socially and culturally as, like, as much as, like, women have and stuff yeah. like that. It's just like, I, I think you're pretty. I don't care. <laughs> I don't I don't care. Like, tell me something I haven't heard one trillion. I mean, yes, yeah. And sometimes I look in the is, mirror every day. Yes. Like, <laughs> thank you. No. I mean, yeah, sometimes it is nice, but it does take away from when somebody that you want, you know, to hear that from. It does yeah. kind of take that away where, like, if someone I really like and they're like, oh, you look great today. I'm like, shut up. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah, so it does. Um, yeah, hearing that all the time, like, men are like, don't, why? You should be grateful. But I'm like, no, I don't. I'm like, there's one of me and millions of you. Like, let's <laughs> use some common sense and deductive reasoning skills. Yeah. That's the worst fucking gangbang ever. Like, I don't <laughs> want to deal with that. No, thank you. <laughs> Remove and block. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm good at blocking. I think I have yeah. almost 100,000 people blocked on Twitter. That is fucking A lot hilarious. of them are, are spam accounts, though, too. Yeah. Like, this girl, whatever. Yeah, Porn I, time, they would, like, buy people followers to try to, like, get their accounts taken down. So I just... I have this like app or whatever that would just block that block like yeah. robot spam accounts. Yeah. Cause most porns, like anyone in an adult, like Ugh. they have like hundreds of thousands of followers sometimes. All of them are just fake. Like, yeah, like you it can feel, tell. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I feel so bad. It's like you have 100,000 followers, but three likes on most of your tweets. Uh, <laughs> we can see that. <laughs> they, a lot of them times, though, they didn't know. Like, I didn't know, like, my porn account that I had. I got up to like, and this was obviously like 2009, um, like over like 60,000. And then all of a sudden, because like, I still have that's my jawbreakers account now, like over time, like all of them. And now it's like a solid 15,000. I'm like, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> the numbers add up. <laughs> it's like they were all fake. Oh, <laughs> now we know that we're real bitches. Yeah. You know? I can love that. But like, yeah. Hold on. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, we'll do like a couple more minutes. Okay. Wrap up. Um, so yeah, you are running all these shows now, and you're doing your podcast. Yes. So where can people come see your shows? Um, like, where can we buy tickets? And ooh, shit? ooh. Uh, so I have a weekly Wednesday show with Larry. Well, it's Larry Bay's yeah. show. Um, I just I book it and do everything. Uh, <laughs> Completely a show. <laughs> he, pay, he pays me well, um, which is always nice. So that's uh, every Wednesday. Uh, doors are at seven thirty. Seating is at eight p.m. and it's at a place called Route sixty six. Mm -hmm. It's a uh, forty six. Stone Street um, down in the financial district really cool place um, it's been really fun like the vibes have been really good we've been packing it out um, mm -hmm. it's been super great and then uh, Jawbreakers is going to be the second Saturday of every month at midnight cool. um, with Jack Del Oso and um, and then Serial and that starts the that's coming back uh, April 9th and then April 21st is our first Zodiac Killers Ooh. with uh, Chanel Omari. It's where uh, every month it will be like that sign. So April will Hell be yeah. Aries. Shout out to Aries. Aries. Um, I see all you mad bitches out there. <laughs> I have an Aries moon, so. <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's at 10 p.m. And um I think it's on my website. I don't have the ticket link. I mean, it will be in Any um, links April. that you have, I will put in the description of oh, this podcast. Oh, awesome. Yeah, you can go to um, It will have it in my schedule and all of the uh, ticket links and stuff will be there. And then social media. Um, the Aaliyah Janine 
on Twitter and Aaliyah Dodgenine on Instagram. Hell yeah, dude. And guys, please subscribe to this channel. Yes. Um, subscribe to this podcast, House Ho Podcast, and follow me on Instagram, Ani underscore Moosh. Um, you can check out my website, uh, com, where you can buy all like candles, my art that I have up there. I have an Etsy store. It's by Moosh. Everything's fucking, if you just search Moosh, it, you'll probably <laughs> find me. But everything's always linked on my social media. Um, one thing that I just wanted to like put out there that has nothing to do with this podcast, but... Um, Sam Buck's podcast, Bucked Up, was just sampled on a Conway album. That I love Sam. And <laughs> like the most recent one, it's called Greetings Earthlings is the album. Mm-hmm. And the song that Bucked Up is sampled on is uh, Earthlings, which I think is so fucking cool. That's it's, amazing. Like, the whole like thing of the album. Yeah. And um, it's like two minutes of his podcast, like him and Conway talking. It's fucking unbelievable. And I'm so That's, proud. Yeah, I met him producer. a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I met him a couple couple weeks ago he was fucking hysterical he had me dying oh my god dude he's great he's great he's the best um he was like the first podcast that we like that he trusted us and like you know we've just grown so much from there so like yeah that's crazy so go stream that right now like go buy buy it like i don't want just go listen to it do whatever (laughs) support sam go support conway's new album um and the jay skis who's also on that same track was also on bucked up so like it's full circle everything's really fucking cool so very proud of the team. Very proud to be your producer, Sam. Um, <laughs> and you can also find my candle club, the Liddy Committee on Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Roche. Um, if you want to get a candle a month delivered, free shipping, all that shit, I'm giving a free gift Ooh. with the next month's candle. And keep in mind that you'll be seeing more sneak peeks of that coloring book on my Patreon as well. So I've been channeling it all there. So go see. <laughs> and I added two more tiers. So if you don't want that fucking $30 tier, there's just a $3 one. <laughs> <laughs> Every dollar counts. Yes. Um, and before we go, I guess the last thing that I'll ask is like, what is, what is some last like piece of advice that you would give someone who doesn't know where to start with accountability oh. i know that's a lot like i know that's not that's <laughs> You're a, like a quick question it's not quick but like i want to like uh, to tell someone how to be more accountable for their actions yeah or, like, like how, how do you go about that um, well, with something like that, you can't really beat around the bush, so yeah. to speak. You can't really be passive aggressive about it because um, then you're not really being accountable. Yeah. Um, the best way is just be like to tell them why you're saying what you're saying and be like, I need you to do this for me, for our relationship, yeah. friendship, parent, you know, whatever relationship yeah. um, to heal or, or to move forward. Yeah. Kind I, of thing. I feel like... Uh, the people I get along with most mm-hmm. are honest. And I've like said that my whole life. Like, yeah. I don't care if you think you're gonna like hurt my feelings. I would rather you be yeah. straight up with me. Yeah, same. Absolutely. Then like <laughs> fucking, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. nobody likes fake ass hoes. No, yeah. That's why your friend smirkle, circle is small. Smirkle. Yeah. Your smirkle is small. Your smirkle is small. That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be the name of this fucking episode. <laughs> Keep your smirkle small. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stoner <laughs> no yes man but thank you Aaliyah Janine for being on yes now, thank so. you so much for having me on it was fun hell yeah and catch you next week host peace oh there's a right there <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> thank you yes thanks for having me